We hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Hey, Debbie, thank you, thank you. Luke? It's really great to be together. I wasn't here last week, but I was really excited about the whole idea of physically coming together. And it's a really good time because actually we are here physically together, some of us, and we've got some people who are still logging in over Zoom. And it's great that we can be here and not here at the same time together. So welcome if it's your first time <laughs> or you're visiting us over Zoom internationally. It's great to have you here. We're going to come together. We're going to worship God. Um, this morning, I had a text through, and I'm just going to read it to you quickly. Um, it's from Matt Stanford. I woke up today with a strong sense of needing to come and bow and surrender to God today, to his new plan and his direction for us. When we're able to return to meeting together, our mind goes back to how it was before. But God has a new plan, a new day, and a new way for us. But this starts with us bowing down, surrendering to him and his plan, waiting in the presence of God for his power and anointing and direction. And I think part of it is the whole idea that we've had 16 months where we've not been able to meet at all. Now we've got, we've got a little bit more. We're in Castle Point, nothing, nothing solid, but we're able to be together. Some people can't, but the majority of us are able to. And there's the whole thing of wanting what we lost wanting what we had before and wanting to go back to that. But actually, God doesn't want us to just go back to what we had before. He's got something new for us. We always talk about how our hearts are set on pilgrimage. Actually, he doesn't want us to go back to what we had, but he has something new. He has a new plan, a new place for us. So let's do what, what that word said. Let's take this worship opportunity as a chance to, to surrender to bow down to him, all of those things that we are focused on, that we are kind of leading our lives for, let's just put them down, those distractions, and let's bow down to God. Let's make him number one and give him that place in our lives and enter into what he has rather than what he had for us. For those of you who are logging in remotely, um, please, if you have any words or pictures, put it in the chat. Otherwise, let's hand over to James and have a time of worship. Okay, and John's going to bring us the word for today. No, how we do? All right, good. Thank you, thank you, John. Well, isn't it good to be together? Yeah, because I, I still got this problem. I don't know whether you're scowling or smiling, but I'm going to accept that you're smiling. And uh, we're just, have we lost Zoom for a minute? Okay, we'll pick, we've got sound but not vision? We're okay, all right, good. So welcome also, uh, as Richard said, for those of you on Zoom. Good. Okay, so interesting. Um, we're getting ready for a new season, surely. 
There's, there's no question about that. Not just because of the changes around us, but because uh, of what God is saying. And actually, on the 5th of September, we'll lay out uh, the direction that we feel God is taking us on in this next season. So we're going to use these next few weeks to prepare and get ready for that. And uh, remember, we talked last week and had the demonstration of the starting blocks. Uh, which they, they, I, I offered to do it. I offered to demonstrate it and, and take off right through the hall, but they just wouldn't let me do it. So I had to, yeah, I mean, I have to suffer these things. But the interest is this, that we're not staggering across the finishing line. We're, we're wanting to be those who sprint out of the starting block. So it's a time to get poised on the starting block. You're like a cold spring. And remember, we talked a couple of weeks ago uh, from that old SO advertisement, getting the tiger in your tank. Something that we can't drum up, something which can't come from some external source, only as the Spirit of God stirs things within us. It's interesting, isn't it, how God stirs things within us? Maybe we're a variety of people across Zoom this morning and here. Maybe there's a little desire. Maybe the desire is not strong. Well, we can at least see the, that, that, that flame fanned into something else. Where did that little desire come from? Where does any desire come from? Any desire towards God or for God is not because I'm talking about a desire, not a compulsion, but something that just causes initially an interest. I mean, when God first uh, filled me with his Holy Spirit, all I'd expressed was that I might be interested. And God just undertook, because I'd written it off as emotionalism through, through my past. God just engineered it so that there's no way it could have been. And he took me in before any meeting. I'm just driven for miles. And the Spirit of God came upon me. A little desire. So let's, let's just, hmm, could it be God? Something that's stirring. We only have that because he's at work in us. And then, of course, if we think uh, about the analogies and something even that Kim was just bringing to us. Uh, before I could swim, I kind of used to paddle. But swimming was a lot more fun, a lot more enjoyable. And I think sometimes we're a bit like that. We're, we're kind of on the edge. But it's much better when you get in. And this is what God is offering to us at this time, to bring us into that place. And sometimes it's a simple prayer, just a decision. I mean, we talked recently about the disciples in the upper room, locked away, kind of protecting themselves, really. And then God came by his spirit and, well, turned the world upside down. Uh, just amazing 
outpouring of God's Holy Spirit. We're talking about... See, nobody is... Well, there might be a little bit of compulsion, but we're not bound. And, and it's, it's, not, it's not anything that can be forced. It's to, something that God can do. Of course, he doesn't actually um, compel us. It requires us to actually say, Lord, what have you got for me? What, 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 is, what more is there? A kind of readiness, a stirring to step further into what God's got. So we're getting ready for the new season and uh, getting poised on the starting blocks. So let's have a little think where we start from. He promises that if we come near to God, he will come near to us. James chapter 4. That's a promise of God. It's like we take one step or half a step or a turn just like that and we find that he's there. I want particularly for those of you uh, watching on Zoom to, to take note. We're going um, to have a, a testimony from Marissa and uh, she was on Zoom last week and I want us to understand that God is not limited just to us meeting in a place in a building or anything like that. And so if we can just have Marissa's testimony, she's recorded it because she's now in Spain. And we thought that might work rather better. So thank you. Hello. I would like to tell you about last Sunday. Um, I couldn't go to the meeting. I couldn't meet with you all. But I was at home on my own. Fernando was working. And... Um, I was listening to John, and I was listening to the worship, and I was feeling that you all were together there, whoever was there. And um, I really felt very moved. And um, I instantly felt the presence of the Holy Spirit coming over me and over the house. And um, suddenly I started to pray in tongues, which I didn't do for a long time. I couldn't do it for a long time. And I, I really felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And even I spoke of tongues that I never spoke before. So I just want to share this with you because the power of getting together, even if I wasn't there myself, it was really strong. I felt it really, really strong. And I would like for everybody to experience that, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Again, to underline the fact that the Spirit of God is not limited to people meeting in a building. The Spirit of God can operate even, even via Zoom because God is everywhere. And what comes when the Holy Spirit comes is joy and peace and times of refreshing. And he creates the desire as well as fulfills it. I thought it's really important that we understand, and particularly for those of you that are on Zoom, that you can enter in in just the same way. So how do you come near to God? Well, no one can come to God, the Bible says, unless they are drawn by the Father. The Father of all creation draws them. So how does he do that? 
let's look at two or three different ways. When uh, they started to, the apostles started to, to preach, the Bible has an interesting phrase. It says the people, this is in Acts chapter 2, were cut to the heart. In other words, it wasn't something from the outside, it was something from the inside that brought that transformation. Some of you will remember the story of the disciples on the way to Emmaus and the Lord joined them. They didn't realise it was. And they used the expression, when they were talking about it afterwards, didn't our hearts burn within us? See, this is not an external, this is something internal. And God promises that he will remove that, Bible talks about heart of stone, somehow solid, unmoved, cold, and give you a heart of flesh. See, it's recognising that God is doing something on the inside. The, the heart response is initiated by the Holy Spirit. I want us to also understand that it's not just limited to outward or external ex, uh, expression. I've told you before of one of the most amazing times, I mean, I remember it like it was yesterday, when I met God in utter silence. I think there might have been one other person in the room, I can't even remember that. Just out, utter silence, but the presence of God came. I'm talking about real experience, not imagine something that you live with for the rest of your life. And that's what God wants to do in these days. So we're talking about coming near to him. We're talking about what he does. What is our response? What can, what can we do uh, in response, in preparing ourselves? How do we come near to God? Well, the Bible comes back to this same thing. We repent. Well, repent is not just because, you know, I've just robbed a bank, murdered someone, and now I'm running off. I mean, it's not, it's actually anything that takes us in a different direction, including our own desire, our own will. I choose to turn from that. Lord, will you please help me? So it can be just a little thing. It doesn't have to be some dramatic sin. Basically, it can be just got a little used to lockdown life and only been able to look after myself and my own household. Can be uh, focused on luxury, uh, looking for rest and restoration somewhere other than in God. You know, just a little bit off, justifying your weariness can be, not what we've done, but what we haven't done, the sin of omission, failure to cast our care, our burden on him and trying to worry it through. Here's the issue. We can't melt our own heart, but God does it. If we repent from any resistance toward him, then we are dependent upon him melting our heart. If we respond to him, he draws us. We cannot instigate it. The only reason we have an interest, the only reason we're here, the only reason we're watching on Zoom is because God already is stirring something of a desire in us. 
That desire may be a distant memory, but God's desire at this time is it becomes a living, fresh reality in a renewed season before him. This is what he's talking to us about. We can't melt our own heart, but God will do that. When we talked a while ago, we talked about the children of Israel and uh, Joshua leading them. And the instruction that came before they went into the promised land was consecrate yourselves because tomorrow God will do amazing things. We heard already, it's very interesting when a prophetic word comes, a revelation comes that confirms something that God is always already saying. And when I saw this this morning, I thought, hmm, this is interesting because this is a time of consecrating ourselves, of bowing down, of saying, Lord, not your will, but mine. Lord, what do you want? Lord, have I gone on a pathway which is about what I want rather than what you want? Of course, then you get this idea, this concept, something I've experienced in the past. Well, I'm not where I once was. It's going to be a hard slog to get back there. As though I could. As though I could do it. As though by, by effort and, and trying I could do it. And of course, you choose to turn and find that he's right beside you because he says, before you call, I will answer. Because he's the God who will never leave you nor forsake you. We can turn away, we can pursue our own course, but he never changes. And so instead of a hard slog, it's an immediate return response. So how do we approach him? Move towards him and he's moving towards us. And press through in worship. But we start from what we've got. And I want us to just take a couple of minutes this morning to think about what we've got. Number one, he set his love upon you. That was his decision. The only reason there's any stirring, any interest, anything that draws us towards him is because he set his love upon us. It's not because the family you're in, it's not because the marriage you're in, it's not because the circumstances you're in, it's because he set his love upon us. You know, we don't have to make a position for ourselves. The Bible teaches that he's our lawyer, our intercessor. Uh, he stands for us. He's there on our behalf. Therefore, if we're in Christ, the verdict is always okay. We don't need outward approval. We haven't got to strive to gain acceptance uh, around us and in this world because we have the praise of the most praiseworthy. He is for us. He set his heart upon us. We have to remember that the Father turned his face from Jesus on that cross so that he would never turn his face from us. He never turns away. 1 Corinthians 8 tells us we're known by him. 
were noticed by the Most High God, knows us by our name. Isaiah, therefore, you there, it starts off, you there, or hey, it's really commanding attention. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and you have no money. Come and buy and eat. There's nothing that we can bring. There's nothing that we can, we can purchase here. It's what he's done. And all we can do is choose to turn. We're talking about coming into the place, getting on the starting blocks, the place of preparation for what he's got in coming days. These times of worship. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. The transformation that takes place when God comes into our lives is not just something on the outside, it's something very real on the outside. It's like the difference between night and day. So I thought it might be good to kind of have a little dreaming time. A little dreaming time. What could it be like if we moved on in God? If we came closer to him? If we had a fresh encounter? How would it affect our ability to integrate and reach other people? How would it affect us in our concern, our heart, our ability to reach those that are outside of the kingdom of God? God is raising up faith-filled champions to break new ground. I wonder what God's got in store. If we look back, we see how God has led us into a, into a whole variety of different things, different expressions of his kingdom, not only during lockdown, but over the years. I don't just want to look back. I want to look forward. I want to look forward to us journeying together. I want to look forward to those of us who need that fresh encounter, to experience that and become key in terms of what God is doing. It's the most precious thing to be used of God, the most precious thing to know the presence of God and God to begin to use you and direct you. Let's have a little dream of what it was like Think about a time that God used you. Think about something that God directed you in. I think it's sometimes it's possible to kind of dream our way into the mind of God. We begin to catch something of what he's saying and something of what he has for us. Faith-filled champions breaking new ground. Getting ready, poised on the starting blocks. Recognising and remembering that actually it's not about us, it's not about our effort. It's not about what anybody else can do. People faithful, people caring. I remember for myself, there were people around me, family and that, that tried over a period of time. But one day, one day, God stepped in. And there was a point where I had to say yes to God and no to my wife my way and my life. But I never regret that. Anybody ever regret that? No, no. Anybody up for something more of submitting to God? Something more of knowing his presence? 
something more of learning more about him, something more of being used by him, something more of bringing his life and his word into this world, reaching those who heart hungers for and longs for. We're not talking about more meetings in more buildings, we're talking about God empowering us for his purpose in coming days. Of course, wrapped up in these times of worship and enjoyment in his presence. Does that sound appealing? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to make a little response on Zoom, you know, a little thumbs up or uh, a little wave, and uh, yeah, that's good. All right, let's pray. Uh, James, I'd like you to come, please. Father, we thank you. We receive these words of encouragement and exhortation. But Lord, we ask that you would deliver us from just hearing something in our heads because we want you, Lord, to capture our hearts, to fill us with your spirit, to bring us closer to you and to lead us into what you've got in this next season for the glory of your name. But God's given us the privilege of journeying together. It's, it's great because it's not about us just coming to each other and pretending we've got it all together, but actually he wants us to walk together in our imperfection. We're coming into a new season and God's preparing us for this over the next few weeks. He's offering to bring us into his presence like Kim was saying earlier. All we need to do is ask what God has for us. His promise is that if we come near to him, he'll come near to us. He's not limited by where we are, whether we're in Castle Point, whether we're on Zoom, whether we're on the other side of the world. And that's what we witnessed in Marissa's testimony. And the fact that we are here now proves that God has done something in us because it says that he's the one who creates the desire and we've come here because he's created that desire in us. And he's the one who fulfills that desire as well. So our options are to repent and repentance isn't just for those big things. It's for the small things as well. The attitudes, the thoughts, those small actions, anything that is, it goes against what he would have us do. So when we experience God's presence, it's not always an outward thing. It might be, but actually God wants to do more than that. He wants to meet us where we are and do something inside of us. Something that changes us and lasts. All we can really choose to do is to turn to him and repent. So there's gonna be the opportunity or prayer, it's going to be just over here. For those of you on Zoom, there'll be a link which appears in the chat. And you can respond to what John said, or maybe there's something else that you want someone to stand with you in prayer. But take that opportunity, get someone to pray with you and to support you. If you would like to worship God and you're giving, there's going to be some pots at the back, but please do not feel obliged to. We're coming to the end, so we're going to have to collect our children. Make sure you remember to do that. Otherwise, have a good week.
Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities and our nation. We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk, on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk or Twitter at lifelineuk.com.